It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. About five years ago, I bought a house and I'm sporting a 30-year mortgage at three and three quarters percent. Score. Feeling pretty good now. <laughs> I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, right? <laughs> but what are mortgage rates today? Today, they're Around four and a half, okay. 4.54. Yeah, so it's, um, you know, it's not that much higher, really. No. <laughs> well, I mean, if your finances are, are operating on the margin, a boost of three quarters of 1% can mean the, sure. the difference between getting the deal or not. That's right. Getting the mortgage or not. What about 15-year mortgages? They're like at 3.99, 3.97. Okay. So, so they're a little look. less. Okay. Now, remember, your payment is higher. It's going to be a lot higher with right. a 15 year because you have a shorter period to pay it off. That's right. Okay. So just, just making it Do you ever clear. wonder why they let 90 year olds get 30 year mortgages? <laughs> you know, it's a good question because, because in a lot of foreign countries, they don't. I know. <laughs> I think they stop at 75. Yeah. There's an age. I mean, it would be age discrimination in this country, but yeah. it's just an interesting thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, the heirs are going to have be, to, deal, have with to it. deal with it. So I, I think the banks know that. <laughs> All right. There's also an article here that says that a lot of people from the Northeast are moving down to the Southeast because of taxes in the Northeast and the new tax law, which limits the deductibility of those taxes on a personal return. That's right. Are you seeing that? You know, personally, I have a couple of luxury homes on the market and I have not seen people from the Northeast come in to try to buy the homes. Now, it may be the product that I'm, I'm selling, or it can be that we're not quite into season yet. So season starts for us. We're right around the corner, say October. We start seeing the snowbirds come in. Mm -hmm. But according to this report down in Miami, mm -hmm. there's a lot of activity of luxury buying from people from the Northeast due to this sole reason. Yeah. Well, maybe they're buying in Miami, but they're not buying in Palm Beach. Or it could be that I personally, County. my market... Oh, and your type of market. My type of market that I'm working in, we're not, I, okay. I'm not saying, but it may be All different right. in country club type communities, high-end condos. True. So here's something that confounds me. Here's an article's title. Starter home affordability hits a decade low. Right. And then the next article is first-time buyers are not slowing down their purchases. Yeah. So what, what's going on? <laughs> How can it be both, right? Yeah. They're getting, where are they getting the extra money? They're mom and dad. Uh, you know, prices are very high for first-time home buyers. Yeah. We talked about this before. You've got a, you know, lower income. Inventory is extremely, extremely tight in that market. They're not giving up. They'll go further out if they have to. They're accepting less of a house than they initially mm -hmm. wanted. Sure. They're doing whatever they can because they're starting to realize it's the interest rates, I believe, that's pushing them to go ahead and do this because they're realizing, whoa, my window of opportunity is starting to close in. Mm -hmm. And due to the fact that there's very little inventory, they know that when they see something, they have to jump. You know, you guys can't get a break. During the crash, there was all this inventory and there were no Couldn't buyers. give it away. <laughs> <laughs> now people are flush. You know, most people are working. Yep. And now there's no product. That's right. Yeah. So. I need yeah. a new industry to work yeah. in. <laughs> all right. Let's change gears here because this one I have a little personal thing about. And the question is. Florida Realtors Legal Hotline, I didn't even know there was such a thing, receives numerous calls that cover a wide variety of topics. And one question that seems to be asked over and over and over again concerns items or property itemized in a multiple listing service, the MLS, 
that don't appear on the contract itself. So the question is, they took my dishwasher (laughs) (laughs) and my dryer, and what do I do now? Yeah, well, okay, so first of all, it's important as a buyer or seller, or especially as a, well, actually both, to look at the personal property section. Make sure all the items that you expect in the house to be there. The real problem items seem to be the washer, dryer, window treatments, Mm -hmm. and light fixtures. Inevitably, a seller will forget to tell us, that's my grandmother's chandelier that's worth a gazillion dollars. You know, they may have told the realtor that that I want that excluded, but unless it's written in the contract that it's not included, guess what? You may be shelling out some cash for a new chandelier or having to hand over that. I just wonder, when I bought a house many years ago, I just wonder what happened to the refrigerator in the garage. (laughs) Oh, that's another, (laughs) oh, the refrigerator in the garage. I always ask, I've gotten burned on the refrigerator in the garage, so. I don't feel alone then. No. Yeah, what happened to it? Well. (laughs) Now, the thing is, you know, what about ceiling fans and like, so there's a question of whether it's attached or not. If it's built in, it's a, it remains because it, I, a lot of the standard contracts say including built-in. So if it's attached yeah, it's, to the it's, wall, it's a built-in. Yeah. again, Man, that's a for built-in. lawyers to fight okay. over. But All right. Anyway, the bottom line is if it's stated in the MLS, make sure that it's also stated on your contract. That's right. Bottom don't line. assume. Right. Okay. Don't assume. All right. So we've heard this a refrain quite often in my practice. I, people come in and Their retirement goals were to sell their big home, especially the kids who are gone. They don't need two stories. They don't want two stories anymore. And then to downsize, right? Reduce the noose. That's that's what we used to call it. But what they're finding is that those kinds of downsizing opportunities don't necessarily lead to lower costs. That's right. You have to take into consideration where you're moving from. If you're going from Long Island to Manhattan, I don't know that you're necessarily downsizing. The other factors are insurance. It depends on, you know, are you coming from a new house to an old house? Are you going to a hurricane-prone area? So you have to look at insurance. Mm -hmm. Super big problem is your taxes. You may be selling because a lot of tax systems cap your annual rates. And and if you've been in a home a long period of time, homestead exemptions, Mm -hmm. and now you're moving into a less expensive home, it could actually be higher in taxes. Yeah, but I mean, it's portable, the homestead exemption. Yeah, well, that's, yes. Yeah, but you have to watch out for it because insurance may be higher, taxes may be higher, the cost of taking care of it may be higher. I mean, if you're moving into a community that has an HOA, right? Um, you really have to look. And I think a lot of people are surprised and they're thinking, you know, that was not in the plan. That's right. I was supposed to be able to downsize and then recoup the equity that I had built up. Yeah, all so those do years. your run the numbers before you make any yeah. big moves. Okay, my guest is always is Terry Story. 30-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.